Carl, can you get the vacuum cleaner, Carl? <laughs> no, the Dyson, the Dyson is fine. It's fine. <laughs> Ah, uh, Richard. Are we going to talk about the new normal, Paul? Uh, I love it. See, what I'm happy about, one of the great things about working with you, we've now hit a point, because I think like everybody and like me, you know, mm -hmm. I'm very touchy-feely. We know this about me. I'm like, oh, my God, how are the emotions today? That's, that's yeah. my number one. Yeah. And you did that. You did. And it actually isn't your natural mode. You were like, you know what? We got to give people time to get adjusted and to get feel safe and in control. Like, absolutely 100%. Yeah. But now you're like, what the hell? Why isn't there better communication from, from global leadership? What are people doing? This is all nonsense. And it's very comforting to hear you say it because there is, like, we're all sitting there watching Cuomo going like, okay, okay, it's okay. And then it is important to have that voice in the background going, what is this bullshit? Yeah. Well, first off, that's not my empathetic side is still there. It's just it just has a gag ball in its mouth and is tied up in the corner of Look, the dining I mean, room. Business still has to get done. Business still has to get done. By the way, I'm a Cuomo fan uh, these days. He is speaking clearly, but boy, he is a professional politician. I saw a photo op where he was like helping remove uh, ventilators off a truck. Before his press conference, I mean, they call him in the in the Times. They refer to him as Governor Windbreaker. He is a real. He loves action, right? Yeah, it's just it just it was very patronizing, and also each ventilator because with modern technology weighs about eleven pounds. Yeah, <laughs> so they were doing fine getting them off the truck. There's a part of him that understands how it all works from a communications and a and a perspective. But you know what? Uh, I'm going to take. He's I'm a breath the, of fresh air. He's a breath of fresh air. I will we say need that. a good administrator right now. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, regardless of what the politics are, a good administrator trumps all. And a clear communicator, and someone that is trying to lay it all out, and there's just no way to sugarcoat it, and is not thinking about themselves as much. Frankly, even though he is, he is a he's a political animal by nature. But, yeah, but he's doing. That's, that's, he's giving us the right thing. This is what we want right now, and he's giving it to us. Look, right? we so. all have complicated motivations. Like you and I want everyone in post life to be really healthy and uh, connected with their families and optimizing for safety. And we also need them like focused on work and helping us continue. Yeah, to grow it's, as it's, a complicated. Like, it's complicated. It's like, complicated. So we're we're all living in this world where. No one is exactly the one thing that they seem to be yeah. before this situation. Like, yeah. like we've got Apple and Google are now getting along making, you know, OS updates so yeah. that we'll be able to track each other with Bluetooth. That's an uncomfortable marriage. That wasn't, they, yeah. they don't get along. No, no, no. You be Apple for a second and I'll be Google, right? And the doorbell rings, mm. open the door for me. I'm Apple? You're Apple. Okay. Oh, Hello. Hey, Welcome. what's up? Whoa, this is a really nice yeah, no, place no, no, no. Actually, could you Could you please, could you just take off your shoes? Just take off your shoes. It's, I just, we were just hiking. It's. No, 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 no. Just take <laughs> off your shoes 
And then I'd like you to come. Right. We're gonna we're gonna stay here in the living room. Okay, we're not. <laughs> Where we're not... do I put my my dirt bike? Just really curious. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my... Would you like? I have four hundred kinds of herbal tea. Uh, well, no, it... I, I have a I have a Papa John's coupon code. I was hoping maybe we'd order pizza, and they got that garlic dip. So yeah, this this happens. Apple and Google come and sit and are together for the first time since. Steve right. Jobs and Eric right. Schmidt hung out at a yes. Panera. Do you have Arizona iced tea? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, um, I have a custom iced tea filter that is made in Japan. Uh, and each ice cube is actually uh, artisanally cut with a laser. Oh, good God. So, yeah, I mean, that's what we're up against here, right? So listen, if Zoom comes by, just don't ooh, open the door. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> just leave. Yeah, no, no, and then it's like you got Amazon and Facebook, like yeah. just kind of hmm, yeah, hmm. yeah. All right, so they got together. Explain what what has come together. This joining of forces, Paul. Walk through it. Well, okay, we know what contact tracing is. It means like, hey, somebody came in contact with somebody who was sick, and that means that they are more vulnerable to the virus and maybe ill. And so we're going to find out who was there, you know, with the sick person, and then we're going to find them, and then we're going to find all the people who are connected to them, and we're going to let them know that they've been exposed and encourage them to self-quarantine, and or in some countries, force them to self-quarantine, send them essentially to a dorm for 14 days to get things locked down. So that's contact tracing. What Google and Apple are doing is enabling an automated form of contact tracing in your mobile device, so right. in your phone. So it's going to start with an app, but then if you look at the standards, there's two things that are really worth knowing here. One is like kind of everywhere you go, it will keep track of everyone else. And your phone will talk to all the other phones via Bluetooth, which finally something on blue. I mean, like that alone. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah. Good. I'm glad we're going to put the future of our health system on Bluetooth. That feels great. It's interesting that it's Bluetooth, though, instead of. Well, no, because it's Pat, like Bluetooth is kind of always out there talking. Just like, yeah. so what happens is every day it gives you a special key that is just yours, stores it on mm -hmm. your phone. And as you walk around, it broadcasts a hashed version of that as part of like the Bluetooth handshake protocol. That's the way I've been able to understand it. And your phone stores all the other little messages and they store your messages, all the phones you come in contact with. So if you get sick, you hit the big red button and the diagnosis server in the cloud then says, oh, hey, I got a sick one here and sends all the new sick people out to all the phones. And then they replay all that stuff, doing the hashing and look for matches. And if you find a match, it means that you have been exposed. Potentially, you've been potentially have been exposed. Well, exposed, you, you may not be ill. Someone who was sick and is sick was in the same vicinity as you and your devices exchanged some information. The way this works is it's basically always, the only thing that isn't on your phone is when you say, I got it, and you send the cloud server your like diagnosis token, right? Like that's the only time. Everything else is purely on the phone. And there's all sorts of issues here, like it could get trolled and, and so on and so forth. But I, I like that part of it. And all the things we've been saying about giant platforms and privacy and working together and all that, they went ahead and did it, which kind of is annoying after, you know, many years of saying, oh, well, this is how it has to be. They went ahead and created something truly private that allows for the computer to kind of monitor a situation and only shares information when it's necessary. 
which is, wow, hey, didn't even know that was possible. And uh, theoretically, it could work or be additive. It's not going to replace people making decisions, but it is a meaningful source of data. And it does, it could theoretically indicate proximity in a way that nothing else could and let people know if they've been exposed or not. Yeah, no, and and China's doing this in their own heavy-handed way, which is worth talking about. Well, that's not, this would be opt-in. That's not opt-in. Okay, so opt-in to me is the equivalent of some people staying home. I think that's right. Look, I think that you're never going to get that 100% or else you could kind of lock this down now, right? Here's the thing. First off, the onboarding process is the deal breaker. Like this has to just slip into your phone and be in a dialogue box and that's not going to happen. Instead, it's going to be called, oh man, we can go through this exercise now. Google (laughs) will call it Google safe home or something awkward. Google Google infest. The problem with Google is they they have like this very limited namespace for their product. So it'll be like Google meet COVID. They're going to be like Google hangouts risk something like it just apple will just call it like covid 19 <laughs> just <laughs> apple covid right like it'll just be yeah i i, I trace or something oh yeah. Uh, yeah i trace that's yeah. what it's going to be called i trace yeah so here's problem one right it's it's an app i got like my mom is home now she is with no one we talk to her a lot just to keep her sane this thing comes out and i'm like mom okay here's what you're gonna do you're gonna go open your phone go to the google play store and do this and that, and then ins- it, it wouldn't happen. I have to get hold of her phone, essentially, to do it, okay? Which can happen. I can do that. The problem here is the prerequisite to getting this up and running. Apps are hard, right? Like, we spend a lot of time trying to get people yeah. to install apps. Even if it's Google and Apple. I mean, I guess they could actually install the app on literally everyone's phone. I mean, Apple it could, could be do an that update, with- right? Listen, they could do it with a U2 album. They can do it with this stupid app. There is that. They can install the app, but then everybody has to open the app and so on. Well, no, I mean, I think it's an OS update. It's like just another update. Is That's is, phase two. That okay. Phase two is like, because I think Apple has to like change the way, because it, it's been going in the other direction. It didn't want your Bluetooth to do stuff like this. Yeah. So now they got to kind of, they have to roll it back at the OS level. I doubt Google has the same problem. I think they're way more comfortable with Bluetooth advertising everything about you at all times. Yeah. Yeah. So. Look, this is the problem, right? This is going to maybe help a little. I mean, that's the reality. Unless there's a massive, massive campaign. Frankly, you know who needs to be doing this is Facebook. It's there and it's already crawled up my ass 20 Oh, you're right. Like, like build it into the app. Yeah. Every Monday I get an update from Facebook saying feature improvements and stability improvements or something. Performance improvement, whatever. It's the same sentence every week of the app getting updated. Meanwhile, what they actually added in there was a beacon so that various organizations can take a look at what I'm doing with my life. So just go do it. Here's the thing. We buy Alexa, we buy uh, Nest cameras, we buy all this stuff. And when we sign up, because we bought this shiny thing, we check the box right away. We give you, we just check the, like, yes, of course you can watch my little children sleep at night. Why not? And then off we go. Now, all of a sudden, it's been turned on its head. The truth is, people don't care. They've already opened the box. So this is like the world's worst terms of service update. It's the saying. world's worst. We're doing it for nonsense. We're doing it. My Wemo light switch messaged me two days ago telling me, I've improved. Please update my firmware. 
my light switch messaged me, which means my light switch has probably been taking data of when I turn my lights on or off. The reality is we've already seeded everything. Now, all of a sudden, we're gonna be delicate. This is, this is a disaster. This is gonna take months to put in place. We're gonna get 20% of people to do it. It's great. Everyone who's tech savvy and who loves getting software updates will not get infected. I'm excited about that. The people who don't know how to update anything, my mom doesn't want me touching her Internet Explorer 8, are never gonna know what to do here. And who, who are the most vulnerable in this picture, right? And I think that's, that's what's tricky about this. The truth is you need a fascist leadership that can just jam this down everyone's throat. Wow, okay. <laughs> okay, that took a turn. Let's roll back just a little bit on the fascist takeover of a democracy and focus on the fact <laughs> that, um, that maybe the one thing that is blowing my mind it's like you can't update Android software to save your life. It's not just that. Like, look. No, I mean, I've got, I got, I got a Pixel. I'm going to be monitored just fine, right? Because like, yeah. I'll get that, I'll get that firmware update straight from Google, and and it'll yeah. be cool and it'll run fast. And then there's like that Samsung user from six years ago. No, no, the Motorola user from two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, have you seen <laughs> the phones that like the people who are actually delivering food, working at the pharmacy, all yeah, the things cheap were androids. like- Yeah, No, I know. And, and all of those are like on KitKat 3 from 1997. And I mean, this is the challenge you've got, right? Look, let me, let me be optimistic for a moment. People are extremely motivated right now. They're scared. They're looking for any sort of way to get things going. Companies who want to get back on their feet, I think will tell their employees to go do it. So I think there's tons and tons Well, this of makes sense. Right? Like Everybody at Postlight will do it. And then if somebody's exposed, they'll stay home. Onboarding is the challenge here. And so I think it will be an app. And I think it will be heavily evangelized. I know for sure, you know, governors around the country will do 30 second ads where they're standing in their yard and will tell you about how you can you can protect yourself and others and please download it. Go to Google Play, go to the go to the Department no, of Health. It'll be a website. URL. It'll be like, you know, helpyourneighbor.com or some shit. And and it'll just be it'll be as simple as we can possibly yeah, make it. Yeah, you know, you're right. It'll be contact.gov. Yeah, something like that. And then then you know, we'll blanket like I think a lot of the ad spend right now is being like CNN, as far as I can tell, is giving a lot of slots away to governments to stay at home messages. So I think you'll get adoption. How many times can you hear that like McDonald's cares? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I think, you know, I think maybe you will get fair, you know, a fair amount of adoption. The truth is you'll get 60% penetration on a good launch. I don't know. It's going to be hard. It's just real hard. I mean, that's a thing. I mean, but look, maybe that's enough. Maybe, you know, I, well, I mean, 60% is probably great. 60% of people informed about exposure, staying home voluntarily and monitoring their own health is fantastic. The problem is like, you know, like I'm trying to imagine it in New York City and how you're going to turn the dials where one person on the train seven days later hits the button. I, I think this is the challenge. I think, well, you know, this is a, this thing is messy and, and there's this lag for some, for some people. It's 10 days late. I mean, you know, when it runs that query for the last 10 days of your behavior and yeah. you've been on a bicycle delivering or whatever you've been doing, I mean, that thing is just going to, it's like a brush fire pinging a bunch of people. You know, this is New York City, right? I mean, two cars pull up next to each other. Is that proximity? Both windows are rolled up? Or, you know, I'm on the express bus in my mask and I'm, I'm sitting six <laughs> feet away, but I walk by someone. And three I, feet like, higher. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Right? Like, I mean, yeah. when all of this, like I read the, um, 
the white papers about this stuff or the specs that, that Apple's published. Oh, when does it come out? Let me ask you that. The app is going to come out in May, and then the lower level operating system level stuff will come out some unspecified time afterwards. Which, look, I mean, we're, we've got 18 months of this thing to go. So, okay. I, it's not the answer, right? Like, I mean, I, what I, what scares me a little bit is Trump going like, well, don't worry. It's all of our phones. It's fine. We're done. Yeah. Well, that's what he's been saying about everything. Right? I know, right? It's like, like lemon juice and salt. Don't worry. Just gargle the lemon juice. <laughs> Apple's you on You give it. him anything right now, he'll, he'll take it. The idea that Apple can solve tremendous cultural problems is very dangerous right now. Like, this is not going to be fixed by a better engineered pair of headphones. No, it's not. And adoption is, is, is a huge challenge. There was this great article many years ago that Clay Shirky wrote. And I didn't, you know, Clay Shirky's a, a really smart guy. And his, his writing is very dense. I don't think I've ever finished any of his articles, but he had this amazing point he made that paper has no prerequisites versus digital content and digital. Like, you know, you go flash forward 500 years from now, somebody hands you a hard drive. Like, what am I supposed to do with that? Remember, like, you'd go to, GameStop and you'd have to buy some freaking game and you'd read the requirements on the side of the box. Like we're yeah, still yeah, there. Yeah. System requirements, right. It's still there. That, that's exactly. actually, the web is the closest thing to paper that we've ever come up with digitally. And God knows everybody has tried to wreck that from the minute it showed up. Exactly. They tried to appropriate it. Yeah, no, because so, browsers, there's no prerequisites, except there's polyfills, five different browsers. Like <laughs> there's now 8 million prerequisites to look at a freaking web page. Yeah. But I mean, so, so the point here is this tool, this tracing tool has a host of prerequisites. I mean, a bunch of them, right? And you've got a lot of different phones out there. You've got a lot of different permissions you've got to open up and you've got, and that's hard versus, I mean, I hate to cop out, but you know, if it's a cotton, you know, a Q-tip test, then we're on our way. But that's, that's, has its own challenges and production, et cetera, et cetera. Look, I mean, I think we got to be real here, which is like, how many trillions of dollars are we dropping in now? If it's going to take another 20 billion to give everybody a bunch of tests that they can stick up their own noses or whatever, yeah. like we might, we're going to end up doing that. Oh, I mean, no. It's just like, we're going to blow so much money. And I think there's a fantasy that like, well, no, no, we'll just phones, phones will fix this. Like that's always there, right? Like yeah. we built this new platform. And what people got to keep in mind is in China, you know, between the platforms that exist in China are monitoring you anyway. Like it wasn't hard to add that update, whereas the the ground rules are very very different here, especially with Apple. I'm a little more optimistic than you. I I do think that like this will be genuinely helpful relatively quickly. Like within three months, this will be they'll figure out how to tweak it because they figured out how to tweak everything. They'll set up war rooms and they'll monitor the traffic and they'll yeah. Well, here's what's going to happen, Paul. You live in New York City. I live in New York City, and your your ass is going to get sent home for two weeks for no good reason. That's going to happen. Yeah, I know. But that's maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the price. Uh, we've been home for, I'm not sick now. I've been home for, you know, a month. Like it, it's going to yeah. be more of the same. What would be good though, it's just a little more fluidity. Like, you know, that ability to go to the grocery store if you're doing well. And then, hey, you should stay home for two weeks. You've been exposed. That's going to be a lot easier. I'm just going to turn on my home environment and be like, hey, everybody, I got the, I got the notice. See you in two weeks. And everybody will be like, oh, it's fine. Paul's on Google Meet. Like, it won't be as much of a freak show. It's, it's just the, everybody it's the Q-tip, having though. If, if you got that alert and you can go buy the Q-tip from CVS. That's the key. I got to be able to walk into Walgreens and get tested within. Double a, check. Like, get my results in a day. 
if I have those two things, if I can get quickly tested and I got it on my phone saying, hey, you're in trouble, you should you get tested. You can attack this. You can attack this real fast. Then I'm home for two days. Yeah, that's the difference, right? That's a difference. Then it's like I'm getting a cold every six weeks and I got to just deal with it, right? And then, God help me, I hope I don't get sick, right? But And then if I do, then I have a medical condition. Hopefully we've depressed the number of people who need to go to the hospital and get serious intervention. I can go see my doctor or telemedicine. Like we'll be able to plan, but you're right. It says two things. Like it should be literally like I hit a button and the government sends me my test. There won't be a postal service, but somehow it gets there. Amazon yeah. drone, you know, yeah. it'll be You fine. know what's funny, dude? We're going to look back on this podcast when Walgreens is selling like a generic hundred pack of Q-tip tests. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be like $8 and they're just going to be so shitty because there's going to be a fancy brand that others will buy, but oh, then there's yeah. Walgreens pumping out millions of them and people- Oh yeah, are, be that, that generic Walgreens brand, like plastic bag, yeah. you know, that hard oh, plastic. Yeah. There'll be one for kids with like Disney characters on it. <laughs> no, you get you get your cough drops. Yeah. I feel, I feel realistically, probably now you're looking at like people are going to be able to do stuff in six to eight weeks, but like that really moving probably is three months. Like we're seeing how long it takes things to get moving, especially, yeah. sorry, I'm going to introduce politics, but just like the absolutely disastrous level of federal organization means that this will happen because a New York state response will emerge. Yeah. You know, and then it'll gonna... get copied. And, and the truth is New York state has a, just a different, like the bar is way higher. It just has to be. We're New York City. Uh, and the thing is, you can't you can't dial it up elsewhere. This is the engine. New York City is an engine for a lot of the American economy, a lot of the world economy, actually. So everyone should pay attention. Right now, we're thinking in cities, states, and, and nations. When you really, if you tip it, turn it on its head and you reorder it, it's really New York, Hong Kong, London, Mumbai. Like That's how you should be thinking because those are the engines that power everything else. Well, and, and even that aside, right, like that's where all the people are. The world's urbanized, which is why we're having pandemics. So this is the, we chose this because we like that centralization and we like the connectivity of it. I want it to work. Don't get me wrong. I feel bad that I was taking a big shit on it before. I think it's, I think it's tricky. I think you need the test. You need to test with this and then you're in business. Otherwise, I think a lot of people, you know what they're going to do? They're going to be like, ah, I'm not going to let anyone know about this. Give me a break. I didn't go anywhere. I got this yellow light now. I didn't go. I didn't go anywhere. Yeah, I took a. I drove and got McDonald's. How did yeah, this happen? Yeah, exactly. And that is the side effect of the anonymous stuff because it can't like show you on a map and be like, "Hey, remember when you like yeah. talked to that woman at the store?" Right. You won't know who is the person who did this, and yeah. you know, you might think like, "Ah, I'm just getting trolled anyway," because you're going to read about how somebody like faked their COVID. There'll there'll be there'll be stuff like that for sure. No, no, I have to say. It's very comforting. Like we talk a lot about the new normal. You taking a hot giant dump all over the very best intentions of Apple and Google in the time of a pandemic. That is incredibly soothing to me as your co-founder. I'm like, oh, now see, now we can work together. Now we, <laughs> this is why. Because you and I, you know, people don't know. They're not, like you and I have been kind of like, you know, having a lot of video calls and being like, all right, yeah. you know, a lot of empathy and so on. But, you know, God damn it. We can still be miserable sons of bitches. Oh, we no, really it's absolutely can. necessary. That's absolutely necessary. <laughs> it really necessary. is. Like, I, I'm I'm worried about our friends. I'm worried about our people. I'm worried. We have a, a good friend, Jeffrey Zeldman, who is recovering from COVID. And all that is in my mind, as well as yes. the Cuomo Daily Conferences and the the terrible death count, all of it. But God damn it. It's just so much bullshit out there. It's so exhausting. <laughs> 
it's a little it's you, you need that right like you need because you feel like you're in control when you get to call bullshit you feel like you're taking some control back oh it's like trump tweeting that he's gonna fire fauci and you're just like really he didn't no he didn't did he tweet that you know he retweeted somebody saying like it's time to fire fauci oh for uh, christ's sake and then of course the media has to discuss this as if it's a real thing yeah. Like, it, it's why you throw your hands up in the air and guess, like, I guess, like, literally historians will be like, I'd never have looked at a society that just wanted to die so badly. <laughs> you know, even the ancient Romans, the Byzantines, yeah. even the, like, this death cult in India where yeah. everyone was, you know, trained to commit suicide from age 14. <laughs> nothing, nothing compared to the United States in 2020. Oh, man. Look, let me soften my message. Uh, I hope this works. I hope it's helpful. Like, I think it's one of numerous uh, remedies here. There are no solutions. No. Right? I wish, no... I mean, Facebook and WhatsApp, that's where it's at, dude. Facebook plus Messenger plus Instagram plus WhatsApp. I have gotten colonoscopy results from Facebook. All right, so you might as well just flip the switches, Facebook, and do this for us. Let me tell you something, though. I haven't been looking at Facebook very much. I deleted I, Facebook like, a three, while ago, but three still. Years. I, yeah, well, go ahead. I went on because I'm like, oh, you know what? It's probably, if somebody's got this thing, it'll be good to know. And let's see, let's see yeah. what's going on. And I mean, <laughs> I made it like five minutes. I was just like, <laughs> this is a nightmare. <laughs> Because it's either people kind of like, if you're not in the conversation and you walk into everybody, it's like literally just, you know, my parents are dead and everyone's yeah. like giving them virtual hugs. And but when you see yeah. all those little sad crying faces. The crooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, I don't want to live in this world. I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay. I mean, look, for many others, they find comfort in being together on Facebook, but. No, no, everyone tough. should do whatever the hell they need to do. All right. So, you know, what we should do to take this out is, you know, say, say goodbye as friends as Apple and Google. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so I'll be Apple again. Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll admit I was uncomfortable with your clothes and your facial hair and your general approach to privacy. And your what I feel is a greed that denies the importance of good design. But I'm glad you came over. No, it was, I've never been to this part of town. It's, it's kind Whoa, of Whoa, careful. That's, that lamp costs $180,000. Could you just... <laughs> And actually, the good thing that's coming out of this is that our devices are going to be able to interact, but purely anonymously, and no one ever needs to know that it happened. So I think we've come to a good solution. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And and I think we can make the world a better place. Let me ask you something. Are, are those slippers over there, is that art or is that are those actually your slippers? I'm going to be frank with you, Google. That's not a distinction that we draw. <laughs> All right, man. Well, listen, you take care of yourself. I'll talk to yeah, you. I'll you message you later. Mind. Maybe I'll message you later. Yeah. Um, well, I'll message you later again, maybe a few I think more we, times. Yeah, I think we have a really good setup here where we're just anonymously communicating without knowing who anyone else is. Be careful because you're going to go through the inner door, then the outer inner door, then the inner outer door, then the outer door. <laughs> so each one of those does require you to uh, look into the scanner. So just be cautious. It can actually fill with a gas that can kill you. So if you have any problems, just well, just move quickly. All and, right, uh, Hopefully, I would love next pandemic. Let's let's do this again. All right, that sounds great. That's really. I'll talk to you soon. No, it's good. I'm glad we've been able to to build a little bit of fellow feeling. Your your work is trash, but nonetheless, uh, I'm glad we can collaborate. No, you should come over sometime. We, it's really cool. I've got I've got a bocce I got bocce ball. I got 
I've got like kind of a man cave kind of situation. It's pretty cool. It is, I've got I've got an upright classic arcade machine. Just a lot of nice like stuff to to kind of screw around. We we can watch a movie or maybe we'll watch like Lethal Weapon or something. Uh, that that's never going to happen, but uh, I do appreciate it, and uh, I hope you guys can fix the way the display works on Android. Okay, see you later. Bye. All right. Well, if anyone needs anything at all in any way, hello at postlight.com. I'm seeing lots of organizations kind of throw their hat in the ring and say, you know, how can we be helpful from looking at resumes to answering emails to giving general advice? And, and we're here to help. This is a lot of change. Yeah, we've always been here to help and we are still here to help. Send us emails. Hello at postlight.com. Don't worry, we're not expecting you to pony up a lot of money to pay us for services in this exact moment. Although I will say, Richard, people are getting in touch and we're building new things. It is, uh, it's a strange situation, but but things continue to move forward in our weird ass economy. Yes, they do. They And they will, and they will move forward and they will accelerate again. It'll happen. It's just gonna take a bit. You know, as Andrew Cuomo likes to say, Excelsior. Does he say that? Oh, he does. It's his favorite thing. And it's on every like state park. It means, you know, onward, upward, Excelsior. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Shirley God. Chisholm State Park. All right. Excelsior. Fine. Excelsior. Excelsior. Hello at com. Take care of yourselves, everyone. Excelsior. Be good. Ex- be healthy. And we'll talk to you soon. Excelsior. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>